Will the real disciple of Messiah Jesus please stand up? Doe Schwartz here, and I'm so thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. And if some of you watching are as old as me, you can remember there was a television program called To Tell the Truth. And three contestants would come out, all claiming to be the same person. And the, the um, star-studded host panel, it was their job to ask questions and then guess who was the real so-and-so. And then at the end of the show, the real person was asked to please stand up of the three and it would be revealed who the real one was. And so that's why I started the program off today with the finishing line of that program to tell the truth. Will the real disciple of Messiah Jesus please stand up? Because we're getting ready to go into the book of James. And one of the primary themes and purposes of this book is to determine who is the real, authentic disciple of Messiah Jesus. Would you join me, please, in a word of prayer? Oh, Father in heaven, in our great, soon-coming Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for our special time together. Please tremendously bless all of our viewers and prepare us for your coming forth in the rapture, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. So, uh, I'm going to set up the book of James with a little bit of information to give it some context. For one thing, in first century Israel, uh, when, when this book was written, of course, there was no one named James traversing the streets of Jerusalem. Uh, his name was Yaakov. That's my son's name, by the way, who's the producer of this television program, Yaakov, which is most accurately translated in English, Jacob. Jacob, the Greek, uh, the biblical Greek name, is Yakobu, and in many Spanish Bibles, you see Yakobus for the name of this book. Of course, James is a very popular English name and was so at the time of the translating the scriptures into English uh, in England. And so James is the name of the book, but his name would have been Yaakov or Jacob. Pastor Jacob, Pastor James was the half-brother of Messiah Jesus. We see that from the New Testament scriptures. And, and why half-brother? Well, the, the father of James, Jacob, is Joseph. Mary, actually Miriam, <laughs> Mary's husband Joseph, while the father of our Lord Jesus is our heavenly father. Yes? And so that's why James is the half-brother of our Savior, Jesus. We see from the Gospels that James went from a Messiah denier, he didn't believe Jesus the Lord was the Messiah, to coming to faith in Messiah Jesus and being one of the apostles. Not one of the original 12 and 11 after Judas, uh, right? But, and then Paul became the 12th. But he's also called an apostle, and we'll give a scripture reference for some of these things I'm talking about 
right now up on your screen. And so after the death, burial, and resurrection of our Savior Jesus, James is called an apostle. Yeah, And with that little bit of setup there and the things I've introduced, now let's go right into the book of James. Let's start off with verse 1. James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. Greetings. One of the challenges is this is so rich that uh, there's only so much I can cover in this short amount of time. But I will say that a bondservant, the Greek word is doulos, but in, in the wider context of just a servant, doulos, this bondservant in the Hebrew Scriptures was one under the Mosaic Law that if an Israeli uh, was in debt and became a slave of another Israeli, he could serve up to seven years to pay off that debt. And so after that debt was paid, then he would determine, Can I, should I leave or stay? Because there were times where that master of that servant was such a good master and offered that man such a life, even as a servant, that he couldn't go out on his own and have, that he would, he would say, I want to be your willing, lifelong servant. And they would put his earlobe up on a doorpost and use an awl, that's an instrument, A-W-L, and put a mark on his ear that would be there the rest of his life. And this was a sign that this is a bondservant of a great man. Yes? And so as disciples of Messiah Jesus, the, the, the all mark, the marks on our life as a bondservant are the way that we think, speak, and live for our Master, our Lord, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. Do you have the marks of a bondservant on your life? To the twelve tribes scattered abroad. See, this bondservant of God the Father and the Lord Jesus uh, he's writing to the 12 tribes of Israel that are scattered abroad. The first believers in Messiah Jesus were Jewish. The first church uh, was in Jerusalem. And these 12 tribes that are scattered abroad uh, are, are so, are scattered through different dispersions of the Jewish people out of Israel, through the Assyrian, the Babylonian dispersions. And then later on, uh, we see in the book of Acts, there was great persecution uh, against the Jewish believers, and they were scattered out that way. So this letter is to uh, these Jewish believers in Messiah Jesus that are scattered abroad. I will say something. Have you ever heard of the term, the ten lost tribes of Israel? Well, we see right here. They're not lost. The Lord knows where they are. Yes? Uh, the Lord knows exactly where they are. He hasn't lost anything. He knows where everything is. And so, there's no real such thing as the ten lost tribes. And, and we see here that uh, James is writing to the twelve tribes scattered abroad. Now, we move on to verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Now, I want to stop there for a second and define a trial. And you can look uh, to prove what I'm saying at the uh, closing chapter of Job where we find out who brought Job's trouble upon him. And it says in that chapter that the Lord himself brought the adversity upon Job. Why? For a beneficial purpose. Oh, there's, there's so much bad teaching and doctrine out there that leaves the Lord's hands uh, tied, like he's not uh, able 
to control the things in this earth. But no, even trials, he's in control of. And a, a trial is trouble that comes into the life of a child of God the Father and the Lord Jesus. Yes, that is directed by the Holy Spirit for a beneficial purpose. Yeah, and, and, and so that's why we see here the word accounted all joy when we fall into various trials. When there's no hope, there is hope. When there's no joy, there can be joy. How? Well, we go right into the next verse. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. So we can count or consider or conclude there can be joy even in this trouble because I know that the Lord is working in it and he's testing my faith. Now, we know the devil doesn't test our faith to make us stronger in the Lord. No, the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. It's the Lord testing our faith to produce in us patient endurance. Patient endurance. Why? Because this ain't a sprint. It's a marathon. Yes, and those who endure to the end will be saved, the Bible says. And so, that we can count it all joy, knowing that the testing of our faith produces endurance, and then we can let patience, let endurance, that word is interchangeable with endurance there, but let patience, endurance, have its perfect work, that you may be perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. Oh, hallelujah. And hallelujah. So the Lord is testing our faith to make us stronger in Him, right? And so we can count it all joy knowing that the Lord is growing me up. What does it mean making me perfect, complete, lacking in nothing? That word perfect means mature. That we are at a stage of maturity by a certain station of our journey in Messiah Jesus that He would expect of us. And he brings these trials into our lives that make us rely upon him and not on, our, not on ourselves. I can't fix this. Only you can fix this. That's what he's wanted to hear all along, right? And so I'm going to give you a little analogy before we close out this segment quickly um, on what these tests do. Because uh, a uh, metalsmith, like a, a person that would would have gold or silver that has freshly been mined and has nickel and ore and other uh, wood and other things that are impurities that need to be removed. Well, how would they do that? They would put them in a pan and light a fire under it and heat it up and those things would come to the top and they would scoop them off the dross, the trash there, and throw it away and cool it down and then heat it back up again and go through that process. And each time the metalsmith would look in the pan and he's looking for something. What's he looking for? A reflection of himself. A reflection of himself. And that's the purpose of trials. That's what the Lord is doing with us. He is changing us through the trials. Our Father in heaven is into the image of his dear Son, our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Count it all joy, my brother, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. But let endurance cooperate with God's grace in the trial. But let endurance or let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. And folks, these are things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior Jesus comes for us. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially 
partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself. We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv and also through the post, through snail mail at our PO box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. I would like to share a testimony with you. I was living by the Sea of Galilee, a picture perfect place to live and record our television program. Yet I believe the Lord put a burden on my heart to plant a Watch Therefore Church here in America. Little did I know he was about to call my family and our ministry back to Texas where we are now. And there's a handful of us that have begun to meet and pray toward planting a Watch Therefore church plant in January 23 here in Pearland, Texas, just south of Houston. There's just a handful of us and there's so much to do and the expenses 
or just kind of overwhelming. So what I'm doing is sharing this with you and this church, the vision is to make disciples who are like the faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the master to come in the clouds in the rapture and doing what the master commanded. We want to make faithful, wise, blessed servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who are watching and ready. Pray, ask the Lord if he would have you to in any way, in prayer, even financially, come alongside us to help us plant maybe just this first of more Watch Therefore Church Plants. God bless you. Watch Therefore and be ready. Welcome back to this episode of the program Watch Therefore. We've been learning from the book of James how the Lord wants us to think, speak, and live, and, and respond to the Holy Spirit and the Word of God in the midst of terrible trials. And folks, listen, in this generation, in these times we're in, trials are going to increase. Trouble is all around. And our Lord Jesus, He wants us to shine brightly. Our Heavenly Father, through our Lord Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, will make us shine brightly in the midst of these troubles. But we've got to be uh, looking at the Word of God and respond to His Word in obedience and with wisdom and understanding. We'll get to that even more in just a second. But first, let me um, review, read uh, verses 2 through 4. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience or endurance, but let patience, endurance, have its perfect work, that you may be perfect, mature, and complete, lacking nothing. And then we're moving right on now into verse 5. If any of you lack, lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. And, and there's an implication here where it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you could authentically or accurately say it like this. If any of you lacks wisdom, and we all do in some areas, right? What we do is we ask our Father in heaven for wisdom. He gives it to us liberally and without reproach. What's this without reproach mean? He's not going to say to us, now listen, weren't you just here yesterday asking for wisdom? What are you doing back? No, no, no. We constantly, often, listen, I pray for wisdom frequently through the week. Oh, Father in heaven. In these times especially, give me wisdom from on high in Messiah Jesus' name. Yes? And, and, and his word says he will give it to him. But remember, without faith it's impossible to please him. That's what the word of God says. In Hebrews, in the book of Hebrews, without faith it's impossible to please him. And we see this in James 1, verses 6 through 8. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. And folks, the winds of the troubles and chaos associated with this generation we live in that's so prophetically charged and with the birth pangs Messiah Jesus spoke of, the four birth pangs. We're right at the edge of the tribulation. According to the signs all around us, we can unmistakably know that. With regard to the fig tree generation, Israel and Bible prophecy, this generation will not pass away till all these prophetic things of this age come to pass, right? And the days of Noah and Lot that we're in, the combined 
days of Noah and Lot. Well, how do you know these are the days of Noah and Lot combined? Well, uh, there's a global, militant, aggressive, fascist, homosexual movement marching through the major cities of the world, and they're doing so under a symbol. What is it? The rainbow, the sign the Lord made, of, uh, the sign of the covenant the Lord made with Noah. Right? So you've got militant, aggressive, fascist homosexuality, Lot's day, Sodom and Gomorrah, combined with the days of Noah. And I teach on the characteristics of Noah's day from Genesis 6. And not since Noah's day has there been a time like this. Right? So what do we need? We need to ask our Father in heaven, in our Savior Jesus' name, for great wisdom. And we need to ask in faith with no doubting. Why? Because the winds are going to blow things around in this generation like the waves of the sea. And you and I should not be those things that are being blown around. No. He is our defense. We shall not be moved, the Word of God says. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. And folks, as we are steadfast and immovable, and we're walking through these trials in the ways of the Lord spoken of here, those who are tossed and driven by the winds uh, like the waves of the sea, they're going to see us, and they're going to see the difference, and they're going to say, there is stability. There is something that, that's fixed that can't be moved. There is character. There is righteousness. There is that which is good in the midst of so much evil. How is he or she doing that? I'm glad you asked. His name is Jesus the Lord. He's my Savior, and you need him as well as yours. Yes? And it opens the door for the gospel. It opens the, word, the, word of, the door for the word of God. It opens uh, the opportunity for us to plant and water seeds that Jesus the Lord would give the increase and save precious souls in this hour. And folks, that's why we're here. Hallelujah. He says, with regard to that one who is tossed to and fro, for let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. That one who asks for wisdom but doesn't then walk in the wisdom given to him, but walks in his own ways. Yes, and frets and, and worries and, 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 and makes rash, unstable, ungodly, unbiblical decisions because of the trial. Yes, is going this way, then this way, then that way, right? What's he say? He says, don't let that man think he will receive anything from the Lord. Why? He's a double-minded man and stable in all his ways. Dear ones watching this program, don't you think this world today has enough unstable people in it who aren't receiving from the Lord? No, we need to walk in faith and receive from the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ Jesus, the marching orders, the way forward for us today. And without faith, again, it's impossible to please the Lord. And the front door of faith is believing in Messiah Jesus, being born again. Have you truly received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Not only is this program about out of time, but this generation, this world as it is now, is about out of time. We have a king that's coming. And between now and then, it's going to be so difficult and so challenging. But there are great opportunities for those who will walk in faith. But the front door of faith is 
receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you're watching today and that's what you need to do. You need to be saved. You need to be forgiven for your sins. How? Our Savior Jesus said, repent and believe in the gospel. Change your mind about your sin. Change your mind about your life. Sense and understand. Receive from the Lord the understanding of your deep need for the Savior today who lived a sinless life on this earth. Yes, so he's the acceptable payment for our sins. The innocent, our Savior Jesus, died on the cross to pay for the sins of the guilty, you and me and everyone else in the world. He was buried in hallelujah on the third day he rose from the grave. And, and he has ascended to the Father. He's waiting to come in the clouds and get his bride, the church, and take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. But in the meantime, he's filled his people with the Holy Spirit who are proclaiming the good news. Jesus saves. Our Lord Jesus saves. And he loves you and wants to save you today. Call upon his name today. Turn from your sins. Believe in our Savior Jesus. Receive him as your Lord and Savior today. He'll give you a new life. He'll give you a new season. He'll give you a new beginning. Yes, there'll be trials. Yes, there'll be difficulties. But many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. If you're crying out to him today in this way, there is a brochure we'd like to send you, How to Begin My New Life in Christ. There's information at the bottom of the screen. Contact us. We'll send it to you right away. And for everyone who's watching, remember to watch their form. Be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in Scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, 
are watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore